ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we make lemons and lemonade. I can't remember the intro, but anyway, I have a couple of guests on uh, this week. We have Mr. Matt Combs. Say hi, Matt. Hello, friends. <laughs> and Jackson Casper. <laughs> Hello, other friends. And uh, if Rui pops in, he's going to pop in if he can figure out his Skype issues. Um, but how are you guys? How's it going? I'm pretty good. How you, how you doing, man? Yeah, I'm good, man. Real good. <laughs> Everyone's real good. Oh, actually, I'm a bit crippled. I'm like medium good because I can't walk properly. But <laughs> I I can still draw, well, that, so I'm pretty happy. I guess if we want to, like, you know, be all yeah, elaborate. <laughs> elaborate. Say, uh, I, I lost my car the other day to the to the doctors. Someone oh, decided yeah. to sideswipe it, so you know. Oh yeah, remember that fight. Sucks. So, <sighs> Yeah, life sucks. I'm not good at all. I don't know why. I say I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no, you okay. Too, uh, yeah, you know what? I've been better. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> I've had a terrible run with my physical health, um, but I have um, officially hit six months sobriety uh, from my addiction, which is fantastic. I hit six months last Friday, so that's a big milestone. I'm trying to remember. And keep in my in the forefront of my mind. Thank you, thank you very much. Um, now, I did want to talk to you guys about a couple of things. Uh, Rui actually, I feel bad because Rui wasn't on here, but he actually messaged me about a week ago, and he was like, "I want to talk about what it means to be creative online while working full time." So I hope he can he can jump in and have a chat about this because it is a really good topic. What do you guys think? What what do you guys have any thoughts on it? So what so what's this doing? What was it being an artist, but also working full time at, at another job? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what's I mean? I know you don't do that now, Jackson, but you have done it in the past. Yeah, from what I can remember, um, it, it was fucking hectic. Like um, the a lot of for me, it was a lot of fucking like late nights and shit. Like drawing till you know 12, 12 p.m., one a.m. in the morning. And then getting up again for work in the morning and doing that sort of, I don't know, trying to do it four or five days a week sort of thing. And, um, yeah. and then mixing in mixing in the conventions on the weekends with with uh, nine to five work as well was like super hectic when you have like, you know, three conventions in a row. Like, you just, yeah, I just remember getting melted out quite a lot. And now that I've sort of got so much time for myself and I just work from home, like, I really feel that, that time freedom, which is like, one of the best things like in my opinion so yeah. mm. so kind of yeah. like gary v says like when you give the time that you spend on your day job to your side hustle it's only just going to get easier and stronger 100 mm. what about yourself matt how how do you kind of manage that that time oh. like you know that work-life balance, as they say. Man. <laughs> it's all about balance, you know? It's got to fucking balance it out. I would say it's, it's, it's fucking hard, man. Like, um, I mean, and I'm, I'm probably one of the people that should be complaining the least because I have a lot of flexibility in my, in my work. And I like I work from home most days. So sometimes, mm. sometimes it's hard to like have to fight off the temptation to just not do my day job whilst I'm getting paid to do my day job and do drawing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, like 
what Jackson said, you know, you do, you can find yourself feeling a bit burnt out, especially like working conventions and doing full-time work. Like the last time I did, uh, it was Melbourne Oz Comic Con. I hadn't taken the Monday off because I had so much work to do. I ended up taking a sick day anyway, because Mm. working full-time, you do a weekend at a con the next day you're wrecked. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm, 100%. it's kind of, it's kind of funny to say this because like I do podcast stuff and, you know, I am out at a convention all weekend talking to people and selling prints and stuff, but I am naturally quite introverted. So a con just takes it out of me because you, you can't be an introvert. I think you touched on yeah. this on, um, the, on Kieran's podcast recently about how you yes, were saying yes. that you can't work a con and you can't be quiet and you have to actually, you know, be out vocal and talk to people and stuff like that. And so being Yeah, you've got to interact with what fucking at least, you know, a hundred, two hundred, three hundred people over the weekend, it maybe more. Yeah. Sort of and thing. I mean like it's yeah, it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, and you get a feel for it though. Like you do pick your moments. You know when people are literally not actually gonna stop even if you say hi and you don't even yeah. bother with those people. Like you get yeah, yeah, you get yeah. this sort of sixth sense when it comes to that stuff. But um just to reiterate back to your point, like having to do that and then going to do my full-time job the next day, it's impossible. It's just, it's too mentally yeah. taxing. Yeah, I remember that, bro, like it was yesterday. It's fucking, yeah, I don't know. It just drains your soul, doesn't it? Yeah. So I think everyone's envious of you, Jackson. And uh, <laughs> some of us some of us wish we had the, had the courage to do what you did and just go, ah, fuck it, I quit. And just, <laughs> and just work on art full time. Well, it was actually, it was actually a little bit of, of luck involved um, because I was actually with um, ex-girlfriend at the time and she was like, she had this whole trip planned before I met her about going to Canada um, yeah. to, live, to live there for, you know, six months, a year or whatever it was going to be. Um, and then I started seeing and I, I knew that was coming up at some point. I'm like, oh, we're probably just going to sort of, you know, break up or, or whatever. And then somehow... It just turned into me going to Canada with her and just quitting my job. So that's sort of one of the things that just pushed me into it. Because when I went to Canada, I was doing fuck all but snowboarding and sort of drawing every day. Um, and then I was like, I don't want to fucking go back to work. <laughs> fuck that. And then um, at, when I got back to Australia, I just sort of, yeah, I was like, fuck it. Let's just, I'll just go hard, try to study, try to, you know, do commissions try to pump it out and just see how we go. And it sort of worked out for me. So, yeah, it's pretty lucky. Mm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, man. that is definitely luck. That's definitely like luck yeah, meets opportunity. Well, yeah. What about you, or, Jordan? Like, you you don't, you don't work part-time, don't you? Yeah, but, so but you're I work... you're a full-time dad, so... But I'm a full-time dad, so yeah, that's that's a full-time job. Um, I work, so I'm actually on the con, like on the con thing. So I work Friday to, sorry, Wednesday to Friday, but I have the possibility, like the one day I cannot work is Tuesdays because that's my just full full stop dad day. Um, yeah. But I like worked out my my schedule so that I work most weeks Wednesday to Friday. But if I need to, I can work the Monday. Um, to make up for the Friday. So, for instance, yeah. like a con, I'll probably go and do bump in on the Friday and then make that a five-day, so to speak, weekend and then go back on the following Wednesday so that I can yeah. have the Friday off and the Monday off and on the 
at the end of the con, I've got the Monday to just either work from home or just not do anything <laughs> and recover yeah. from a con because it can be exhausting. Um, that, that was one of the things I, I enjoyed the best when um, I sort of went full time into it was like just getting to the Monday and just being an absolute mm. fucking Snorlax the whole day and just sleeping <laughs> as much as I can and just playing PlayStation. I was like, you know, fuck the world for like that whole day. It's the best. <laughs> oh, that's mm. that's. I can't stress enough if, if anyone's listening that's thinking about getting into cons, take off the Friday, take off the Monday. Like, you will thank yourself later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, and just like, um, for me in particular, if, like, if anyone out there is listening has kids, you'll know that, um, especially when they're very young uh, and they just want to hang out with you all hours of the day when they're awake or they need you all hours of the day when they're awake it's when they're asleep that you get shit done and i got into like this state where i just had to be able to you know tell my partner like i've got a podcast tonight or i've got to record the podcast tonight or i've got a commission that needs to be done by this date so i need to be able to just come into my studio at night or in the morning like i used to work early in the mornings but that just started to fucking like something happened there where I just wasn't working eventually. So it, it turned into, I'd come home, go to the gym and then work into the evening, whether it means I'm sitting luckily with the iPad, I can just sit at the iPad at the TV if I need to, yeah. but yeah. I don't focus very well in front of the TV. So I just come down <laughs> to the studio and just have a space. I have a space where, um, you know, I just stressed when we moved in that that space was so important for me to have to just be able to get shit done and get work done. And I'm just constantly like trying to luckily at my job, like I can get away with, um, way with like doing content stuff at work, like posting content and just playing around with videos and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. not so much drawing, like drawing is pretty fucking odd. like if the, if the boss walks in and I'm drawing, he's kind of like, bro, come on. I get your shit yeah. done, but uh, yeah, I remember I'm just I used on to the sort of try and take advantage of that the side stuff as well. Like yeah. when I was at my full time job, because yeah. I had I was on the computer, so you know, I'd make sure my Etsy shit's all good and my my Shopify website and all that kind of shit that you yeah. you know can just yeah. fuck around with real quick. I think that's the only way you can yeah. do what we what we're doing when you are working another job is like finding time in between your actual work tasks to do those little bits and pieces because like oh, yeah. managing social media is like a full-time job people are people are employed oh, to, to manage social media accounts yeah, yeah that's my job bro <laughs> yeah, that's what i do go. for my company. <laughs> i manage our i manage the design for our website and our social media like that's what we do and we we built like we're the image to we're the visual team and then we have a copy team like we have the people who do who, who will like um, just sit there all day. And then there's the phone calls. And then there's like, there's just, you have to have an individual on each thing. And when one person's doing it, you're right. You absolutely have to find that time in between to do shit like that. And and that's what I do at work. At work. Yeah, same thing, like Shopify. And, but luckily, like the three of us, it's a little bit different. Like it'd be interesting to get Rui's opinion on this because I know he's a security guard. So that's not necessarily a creative yeah. job where he's sitting in front of a computer all day and he has that that freedom and that luxury to do that. Whereas the three of us, like I know you worked as a graphic designer, Jackson, and you're a web designer, Matt, and I'm a graphic designer as well. So I have that freedom to be like, okay, I'll, I'll spend, I do like a 90 minute 
just because I'm fucking terrible with concentration as well, just ADHD up the wazoo. But I um oh, I'll really? do like a ninety focus session. Yeah. And I'll do 90 minutes of everything that's on my to-do list for my job and then have 20 minutes off where I can get my own shit done, get a coffee and, um, yeah, just focus on my own personal stuff. And at uh-huh. least during the day I'm ticking shit off and no one's complaining that I'm not getting anything done. Yeah. that's Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Like, even when I was doing graphic design, man, I like... Because it was a printing press, a lot of it was... Uh, we need 50 new business cards, just use the same one we got, but add the 50 new employee names to it. And like the way yeah. I told the boss that I do it, it sort of takes long, but I actually like figured out heaps of shit along the way to speed it up times 10 and shit like that. So like I would do it, yeah. I would finish it in like 10 minutes and then drag it out over an hour. So every time we'd come in, you know, I'd have that open, but then every time we'd go on, I'd be doing my own shit. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah. I, I found heaps of ways to sneak around it to make it look like I'm still doing, you know, my graphic design stuff but really i was doing my shit because yeah but i i, I did yeah. figure out like i was doing i was getting it all done but you know i was just doing it. So, yeah yeah well that's the thing yeah yeah for sure and I'm sorry say that again oh no i think you can't ever say <laughs> oh me oh yeah no yeah. i was just saying like for sure um fuck uh, <laughs> what was i saying <laughs> yeah you've just you've just got you really do need to find um that space in between otherwise yeah like you said matt it is a full-time job to run and you've got to find like i was so happy when i found that like now that i put a banner up when i make a banner i get three pieces of content and i can spend that over three days if i want or i can do it all in one day and then i get three posts a day and that's adding to, you know, content is king. The more the more you do, the better. There's no such thing as like some, like it, it's it's black and white with content. The more there is, the more likely people will find you. Um, the more people who know you means the more business you get. And that just means, you know, the more, um, the more money you get essentially like, and yeah. that's, and that's the thing. And when I figured that out, I was like, oh, Fuck, I've solved all my content problems now. I just need to split all this up so that one piece of content can become five. Yeah, that's definitely one of the, the smart things that I had to sort of figure out along the way as well. Like you can, like it now I, I still generally post like maybe one, like the final picture or whatever, but um, because I've got a decent amount of following, like the traction is not, like it's pretty good for me at the moment. But I remember when I was low, like turning one drawing into like three pieces of content or something was like so key to like for my consistency through the week. It was like the best. Yeah. Whether, yeah. You, whether you do like time lapse videos or the, the the processes or the sketches and then the final picture at the end and shit like that. Um, yeah. So the more things you can do, the better. Yeah. Well, I picked up on what you were doing, Jackson, when you were sharing like the flats of things. Yeah. And then, yeah. I found that was then... a really good one. Yeah, and that kind of what that was sort of a catalyst for me that actually inspired me to do okay, maybe I post the line work drawing first, then yeah. I draw the finish oh then I post the finish piece. And yeah. then I post a time lapse after that. And then I have three pieces of content every time. Yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. And it, it it's fucking good. And it's like um I, I remember talking to some um I forgot who it was, but they were saying like, Oh, you know, 
when I post on Instagram, I post the the, uh, the sketch, and it never gets as much as the the final picture. And I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. Like that's ninety percent of the time that's going to happen. Like your final pictures are always going to look way better than just like a the initial sketch. It's um, to happen. <laughs> but it's it's the it's not the I don't know how to say it. like it's still quality, but it's more consistency. The, it doesn't really matter that you're getting less likes and stuff on it. It's the fact that you're in the newsfeed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. You yeah, gotta, yeah. Yeah. You got to stay stay in the algorithm, stay in the, in people's news feeds and stuff like that. It doesn't matter that you're not posting your ultimate best work every single time. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I agree with just, that. Just getting it out there, you know what I mean? And take it from me, who hasn't been doing it lately. I I know that I should <laughs> be doing it. Um, I've yeah. been super lazy with with just drawing in general lately, but um, I mean. I'm sure you guys have experienced it, and anyone that's listening that's drawn has experienced it too. You do have your ups and downs with uh, with motivation. Oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. Just like fucking fitness and anything, you know. Sometimes mm, you just yeah. can't, can't. You just really can't be fucked. <laughs> and um, yeah, like I feel for you guys so much, especially like, and especially um, Jordan. Like you got the kid as well. Like it's you know that's another <laughs> another whole chunk of your your day that has to you know of time that has to come out of what could potentially be drawing to, you know, looking after your little kid and not say that that's, you know, terrible or anything, but, um, yeah, no, 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 yeah. If you aspire to sort of be something, you know, you want as much free time as you can get. And I just, yeah, I understand how fucking, how tough that can be. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, um, like I was, there was a long period of time, um, when she was growing up where I was just obsessively, um, trying to do things while she was around. Like I would just try and sit there, put the TV on, let her wander around the house and work. But you can't predict that because, you know, particularly recently she's been quite sick and needy. And, you know, when you're sick, you can't be a dick. Like I don't want to be a dick to her because it's like she's sick and she's tired. And when I'm sick and I get needy and I just want to like roll up on the couch and not do much and not fucking get shit done so i kind of i i understand i can't be too like oh fucking leave me alone because yeah. then you know it's just a slippery slope but my thing was yeah i just tried too hard to um try and get things done while she was around and okay. what i had to do was just start to kind of go okay this is my time with her and then when she's asleep or when you know jen's home that's when I say, okay, I re- I'm really sorry. I'd love to spend some time with you, but I need to get this job done. Like I need to get this commission done or whatever it is because it's due by such and such or it's due, you know, and just like iterating, kind of working as a team as best as we can to say, you know, you've been at work all day. I need to go to work. Yeah, gotcha. And uh, you, you find your own balance. Like it, take, it takes time and, and, you know, that old fucking work-life balance bullshit is... It's not like there's no such thing as a work-life balance because life is part. Part of life is work, and part of work, uh, and work is there because you want to live life. So, and and if you're lucky enough to figure out figure it out, such as that you can work from home or you're doing something you love, then that's a fucking that's what you should be doing. <laughs> that's yeah, hundred percent. Like I wish I wish everyone, all you guys that I know from like that I've met from the convention and shit, that are all sort of you know in the art world like fuck man working from home 
even if you're not working from home, just working full time in the thing that you want to do is like I don't know if there's anything better. You know right. what I mean? Like a Lamborghini would be pretty sick, but like fuck. Like I, can't, I, even, yeah, I really can't complain about much. You say that, but if you parked your Lamborghini out in the street like a moron, I don't. I'm not <laughs> saying anyone that owns a Lamborghini. Like if they hit it and did a hit and run, man, the excess <laughs> on that would be humongous. <laughs> Here yeah, I am complaining no about having to pay eight hundred bucks. I imagine a Lamborghini is going to be a bit higher. <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus. Yeah, take me to Trigger Town. Fucking yeah, if, if you own a Lamborghini, Lamborghini, you should be able to afford a Lamborghini. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's my thing. Like, yeah. don't don't pay, don't buy outside of your fucking means. Like, yeah, that's, that's just that's your fault. That's, that's one thing that I figured out too. I have no sympathy for someone who can't pay the insurance excess on a Lamborghini because you shouldn't have bought the fuck in the first place. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Who <laughs> that? Oh, that's right. Oh, man. That, that's... That, that's also a big thing too, is like, um, you know, do, in, when, you, when it comes to sort of doing what you want to do for a living, um, doing it full time and shit, you've got to be real careful with all that stuff. Is like, like, like you said, spending um, beyond your means and shit like that. Like a lot of people will just... Uh, you know they've got in their routine of their nine to five and then on the weekend they're like oh, i'm gonna go out for dinner twice i'm gonna fucking go drink gonna buy new clothes gonna all that shit you know wasting half your paycheck um oh, yeah. but in reality if you say if you just didn't do all that shit for like a year or two and saved enough for a big like cushion of money you could you get that safety to quit your job and you know have six months where you can live off your savings and then really test out how far you can go with what you want to do yeah it was like, yeah, because yeah, you, you listen to Gary Vee a lot, don't you? It was all jobs. Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. It, was, it was sort of one thing he said. He was like, you know, day jobs are meant for, like, the, like, normal people. And we're all normal people. Like, you can always go back to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, If you, yeah, if, if you fail, there's nothing wrong with failing. Everyone failed at some point, but, yeah, just may as well fucking shoot for the fucking moon. And then if you... Yeah, shoot for the moon. Fail. <laughs> What's up, Rudolph? <laughs> hey, Rudolph. What up? Go back to the... We're talking about we're talking about your um we're talking about your question. You know how you were saying um we you wanted to talk about like running a creative online kind of business while doing a full time job. Oh jeez. We'd love your interjection because I was saying before the three of us like when we worked full time, like Matt and I still work day jobs, but we had like create we have like creative jobs. So we're able to get away with doing like content stuff and a bit of like, if it's not drawing, we can still do like content shit at work, but I don't know if you're able to get away with that. I'm still working on trying to get away with it. Um, you have like a not easy. shit you can jump on? Uh, no, I've got, I've got an iPad with the pencil, the Apple pencil. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. The thing is I can't really like, you know, Photoshop's very different to like Procreate. So yeah. any artwork that I start on the iPad has to finish on the iPad. I'm just OCD like that. Like the brush <laughs> styles change and all that. Um, yeah. It, it is hard. Uh, I'm still trying to get used to my, the, the full-timeness of my job. I'm, I'm, for those that don't know, I'm a security supervisor at a shopping center. It's huge. And, um, it's it's really hands on and full on, and sometimes I don't even get my break. And you know, it's 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 crazy. And you get home and you're exhausted, and sometimes you don't want to draw. And it it takes 
it takes time to get into it's kind of like going to the gym now at this point you know so like, like it, yeah it's like you once you're doing it you're you're happy but just getting to the point of actually starting something after coming home from work is it's not easy um yeah. uh, and in saying that i do work an abnormal amount of hours in a week so i've got i work 46 and a half hours damn fuck so, that yeah <laughs> that plus fuck that shit Plus the drawing, plus all, all that stuff, and yeah. Uh, sometimes you go mad, sometimes you don't. I feel you, man. Like, when I when I was working in the office, like, I didn't have the luxury of working from home. Um, even though I wasn't doing anything, like, that was that required much physical labor, just sitting in front of a computer all day doing, working on websites all day, and then having to travel home, like... I felt like that too. I felt drained and having to want to sit down and actually draw at that point was just a nightmare. I just didn't want to be in front of a computer at that point. But now <laughs> since working from home, it's like, it's less of a drag. Cause it's just kind of like, ah, I'm sweet now. No, I think yeah, it's a travel. Yeah. The it's travel. It's, it's oh, travel. I, that's a, I hated that so much. I'm, I'm actually grateful that I don't stand in front of a computer all day. Cause when I get home, it doesn't feel like I need to get away from it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do? You feel like your body's smush or your mind's smush when you get out, bro? Um. Sometimes. Because for me, at, at a computer all day, it was ma- it was mainly my brain. So I tried to put my brain on like two percent function for the whole day, and it's, now I get home and, and try to use it for drawing. Both because with my job, it's like a majority of the day is problem solving, and then at the okay. same time. I'm Walking in about 20,000 steps. Fuck. Because yeah. I'm constantly, like, walking around. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, at, it's getting better. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm getting home and I'm pumping out artworks and, and working on some cool stuff. So, it, it just, I knew it was going to take some time and patience to get back into it. And as long as I didn't stay frustrated, uh, that, because I, I do think... Uh, frustration and like impatience is like a big energy drainer. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. When I, when I sort of put it in my head that it was gonna take, it was gonna take time and that to not get frustrated and just focus on on the job and then slowly integrating this back into my routine and schedule. Then that's when I, it was kind of like the winning, the the winning mixture, you know. Yeah. Okay. Going mad at that point. <laughs> you ever punch on at your job? All the time, mate. Nah. nah. <laughs> nah no, no, it's just no old fights. people, bro. No punch ons. Oh, okay. It's just old people, yeah. It works during the oh, week. So no you, no one's worth, worth going to a shopping really center there during people. the week. True. Do you have to take on the lads, though? Do you ever just kick out lads just because they're like skateboarding and shit? I don't get a lot of lads in my in the center that I work at. I'm not going to say what center I work at, but yeah, no, keep that to yourself. <laughs> um, I don't get a lot of it's it's very much like just old people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That you beat up. Like a, 
is it like a big Westfield kind of shopping center, or is it just like a small little mall? I'd say it's moderate. Okay, like it's, in between. Yeah, it's in between. Oh, okay. It's no, it's no Westfield. Thank God. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I couldn't Honestly, imagine. I wouldn't have a life. <laughs> my my supervisors when I did work in a Westfield, um, they used to clock in about fifty hours a week. Fucking hell! Ugh. Yuck! Oh, I'd rather just what about hours, bro. <laughs> curl up in a ball and think of all those hours that you can put in into drawing. Oh yeah, or sleeping, or, or just sleeping. anything else worth doing. You know, I can't <laughs> wait to say that I don't have to wake up at five forty-five to get to work. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Dude. you sent me a message at like six a.m. and then. I was like, what the hell's Jordan up to? And then I realized you have a child. So. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. My uh, my day starts at six most mornings. <laughs> it's just, you get used to it. Jordan's like, you spelt 11 wrong. <laughs> yeah. I'm a real piece of shit with sleeping. Sleeping's still, got it. sleeping's still got a hold on me since fucking high school, bro. Like, I still get up at 11. I love it. I don't, I don't care, man. This is uh, On the weekends, sometimes I sleep till... I sleep till uh, about like ten or eleven, and I'm oh, really? just like I, I live. So I sleep this. till fucking. I'll sleep forty. Say that again, man. You cut out. Jackson's gone, Ooh. guys. Oh no, we lost Jackson. He's gone into the negative zone. Fuck. He left. He left us in a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. The bastard. Quick, call call Superman. <laughs> you back, Jackson? How was the negative zone? Fuck. <laughs> oh, what happened? Jacko, you right? Just, just disappeared, bro. Like he just disappeared into the fucking phantom zone. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we didn't get... Now. We didn't hear how much you... you gone? Can you hear me? How much you sleep. Yeah, you're yeah, talking about you. sleeping. Yeah, yeah. You can hear you now. Oh, he's Wonder gone. You, you can hear me now? We good? Yeah, there you hey, are. Russ? There you are. Yeah, we got you. Oh, God. Talk, bro. Just talk. Yeah. Just talk. And... Are we good? Breathe, breathe Jackson. We'll talk you through this. <laughs> what, what, were t- what were we talking about? We were talking about sleeping, weren't we? Yeah, you yeah. were yeah, just yeah. saying how much you love sleeping and you sleep for, and then we didn't hear how long you slept. Oh, I cut off. Oh, I think I said like four days straight, yeah, because I'm just a fucking wombat man. I don't care. It's the best. <laughs> what a description. Aussie's <laughs> description we've had. Wombat man. Yeah. Oh, dude. If I slept till yeah. 11, my my entire world would collapse. Like, I cannot. I just, even even if I didn't have a baby, I can't sleep till 11, man. Like, I don't I don't know how you guys do that. That's crazy. I don't think I've done that since I'll, I was like I'll tell 15. You, very rarely, that's for sure. <laughs> it's my favorite. It's my favorite thing to do. It's <laughs> favorite pastime. But mind you, on the other hand, Did if I, I, I start, again? I have like a panic attack. So I'm like, I should be. I should have been in bed three hours ago. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I hate losing sleep. Like I'm, I'm so. There's two things that I'm very like protective over, and it's eating the right amount and at the right times, and sleeping. Yeah. If you if you mess with any of those, I'm I'm not happy. 
Do you do you yeah, fast need, at I all? Um, I used to, but uh, I stopped because of the powerlifting. Oh, of course, yeah, because you just have to be eating all day every day. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not on a surplus anymore, so I'm not chunky as chunky as I was when I did compete. I went up to 107 kilos. Shit. Fucking yeah. Rigosaurus Rex. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm 102 now. I'm still not out of the triple digits, but I'll be there. Wow. Damn, bro. That's incredible, dude. I don't think I've ever surpassed Super Saiyan level 76 kilos, I think. <laughs> my, my lightest yeah, weight was... Like a Nightwing over here, just like... Doing acrobatics and shit. Man, I wish. I wish I could get to like at least 80, but my body's like, nah, bro. Man, Maybe now that I've got no Achilles tendon, I might be able to. Um, yeah, I was about to say, like, you probably lost a couple of kilos when you lost your foot. Yeah, man. Yeah, my fucking my right calf muscle, man, it's just gone into the quantum realm. <laughs> it's just never coming back. How's it like being crippled and an artist and working from home? Is it the best or? It's, um, yeah, like, I've got to admit, like, Every other cripple out there, there's probably like a tradie or something. Like I could just yeah. see them easily necking themselves. But like, yeah, my life's not too bad. Only problem is you can't get compo, bro. Because <laughs> you'd have to punch <laughs> all yourself. You've just yeah. got like infinite annual leave, don't you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he does, eh? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. I always do that. Does Rui have to leave yet? No, no. Does Rui have to leave yet? I thought you were reading live chat for some reason. <laughs> if we had a live chat room, that would be... That would be... Does Rui have to go? <laughs> Send it man home. Are, are you guys drawing? Am I the only one? Yeah. No, I'm drawing. Yeah, I think, I'm that's, I think that's why oh, we're all so quiet. We're all just like drawing. What are you guys working on? Yeah. I'm working on the overdue Batman piece. <laughs> oh, you still going? Look, I'm trying, man. I just told hey, you man. how many hours I work yeah. in a week. I was about to say, swag. he works, works for right. fucking 46 stop, hours stop a fucking week. Beating up, stop beating up people's grandparents and do some fucking drawing. <laughs> uh, for people that don't know, we are working on a... Uh, can I say? Yeah, yeah, go, man. Yeah, yeah. We're working on a... Uh, on a Batman tribute piece, and everyone's got their special Batman that they chose. From mine Kyle. is mine is the uh, Dark Knight Returns. Big sexy Frank Miller baby. Chunky, the chunky one. Yeah, big big Batman. Like I don't yeah, think I told you guys this, but I hmm. when I posted mine um way back when um. I tagged Tim Sale in it, who's the artist, because I did the the long Halloween. Tim Sale, and I yes. tagged, tagged him in it, and he actually like liked my post, and I was like, "Oh, oh nice! Sick. Wow! Shit. I've got a I've I've got a long Halloween signed by Tim Sale. Ooh, mm. I would first edition. very much like it. And my birthday's coming up, really. So you no. Know. <laughs> <laughs> and his card did hit one, so you should feel bad for him. <laughs> if you would like to ship it to me then <laughs> my birthday is in three weeks <laughs> but, uh, Just, I'll send you my address the com- <laughs> to continue the conversation I, uh, I'm Watch. working on my Reinhardt piece nice 
Very good. How, how long you reckon you got left on it? Uh, Probably I'm still less time on the, than me. I don't know, really. <laughs> I reckon I've been, come, I've been working at this just as long as you've been working at Batman. Maybe even longer. Oh, I doubt that. Oh, yeah, maybe, actually. <laughs> it's like that fucking um, thing on SpongeBob. It's like three years later. That's I, can, I, can, <laughs> I, I can feel, like, the pressure in, in that chat. Uh, only Rui's got the one left to go. Thanks, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hurry up, bro. It's cool, what about yeah. Mark? Mark's in Europe. Try and get him to draw. Yeah, true. But he'll... He's quick, though. He'll, he'll do a Batman in like a... I know, somehow in, he in a night. get it done. Yeah, I want to he... see him do a Batman eating a Portuguese tart. He's the fucking tart master, isn't he? Did I tell you what he sent me? <laughs> no. So, so we were talking about like, like, uh cons and like cigars, and I was like, oh man, I'm into cigars and like, like having like a scotch with cigars. And he was like, oh yeah, we should have cigars together, whatever. And then, I think it was yesterday or the day before, this guy sends me. He sends me just a a selfie video of him smoking a cigar in like a Spanish winery. <laughs> and this was like yeah. I actually it was yesterday. I remember specifically that it was yesterday because the weather was fucking dreadful yesterday. And I was on a rooftop of the shopping center while it was raining trying to fix a leak. Oh. <laughs> and I get this video of him smoking a cigar, <laughs> living his best life. Yeah, I'm surprised I honestly I'm surprised that he didn't have like a Portuguese tart on the other <laughs> I think he ran out finally. Yeah, no. he just couldn't find If you one said you're into tarts and like pastries and shit, he probably would have sent you one, like eating a tart and a cigarette, <laughs> a cigar at the same time. <laughs> It'd be funny if he like, like, because the video was just him puffing a cigar and then smiling. <laughs> yep. And then uh, I was just waiting for his left hand to rise and there being a tart, and he takes a bite. <laughs> it would have been like, the, the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, he does. He loves. He loves his cigars. Good old what, are, what are you working on, uh, Jackson? Oh, I'm just doing a just drawing Ghost Rider. Oh, just, nice. Just a Nick, Nick, Nick Cage. Uh, Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> what are also you doing? Hey, Jordan, um, you know the video. The webcam's on, yeah. 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 No, okay, that's intentional. Cool. Okay. I just needed footage. I'm I'm, I'm right. just content right now. Yeah. Footage. I know you guys don't all have webcams, so I didn't want to force you to all like get on the video. But I'm actually just gonna like what I'm drawing right now. I'm gonna add it as a time lapse, and then put the video of me like in the little corner there, while like over the podcast while the podcast is playing in the background. Ah, clever. Mm. Okay. Yes. Cool. Yes. Um. Yeah. And. If we say anything of quality, I'll turn it into content. <laughs> <laughs> Have we said sure. anything quality yet? Or are we just talking absolute garbage? <laughs> there we that, go. That's always quality, man. <laughs> I think always. the cigar bit was quality. Probably. Yeah, the probably cigar bit's bit. definitely quality. But mind you, everyone that listening is probably going to be like, who the fuck is Mark? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no shit. <laughs> Poor Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, He's a very here, talented artist. Yeah, yeah but anyone knows... Yeah. Mark, With the most confusing yeah. last name. 
He has a criminally low follower count, and he should yeah. definitely oh, have yeah. more followers than what he does. So yeah. go follow, give him a follow for sure. I'll put, I'll put his uh... compliment his tarts. <laughs> compliment his tarts, the tarty bastard. <laughs> Eating tarts and, and then he can compliment his desserts as well. <laughs> that was a dad joke. <laughs> Dad joke. That was the best dad joke I've come up with this week. That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you very really much. Appreciate it. <laughs> Thursday, Jordan, you got a game. <laughs> oh god, that's hilarious. Oh, no. Sydney Cup. What's that? Are other views on Sydney Cup? Yeah, I am. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. See, like exhibiting everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually exhibiting with uh, Zach Katz. He's uh, halving the table. With, well, not really halving the table. It's more or less like he has uh, injected his seed into the table. We've kind of Zach built Katz. it because most of the stuff he's selling is like stuff that I collaborated on with him. So we're kind of building, yeah. and then he's going to bring a few items of his own. So we're kind of like going to make tables so that it looks like it's one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it'll just, I said to him when we first started, I was like, I think it'll just look better because when you have, you know, like, I don't know if you guys have ever used like a double table, but I did it once and I swore I'd never do it again because when you have that, it looks like two separate businesses have yeah. just like, you're just cheap. You just split it down the middle and it just looks like shit. Whereas if you make it look like it's one and people don't know that it's two separate businesses, then, yeah, it's perfect. Mm. Hopefully it works. Hopefully oh, it works out. I, my first yeah, ever Oz Comic Con, I, I split a table, um, a, a single table with a friend, and that was shit. bad. There's not enough space, is it? Well, it was my first no. ever convention. We split the, the 200, Seems. whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have a lot of a lot of prints. It was like early days, man. It was like before before Supernova was like the double hall. Super. Yeah, before Supernova was back in the alley. Something. What I don't you know say? when you guys started, but I was my first one was 2016. Yeah, I think that was the same year I started. But I had like a table to my own of my own, just not enough prints. So I probably should have had two people on my table. I just had like four or five prints on the wall and I looked like an amateur. But you live in had, had all you guys go for your first cons? Were they good, shit, average? Fucking uh, shit. I, I did really good. <laughs> Elaborate, did... Matt. Like, I want to hear, I want to hear <laughs> what you did. And no, then we'll, we'll get to the story. You, you know what the actual Someone highlight did... of it was? Was that I met Jackson that, that con and oh, then I yeah. completely forgot who Jackson was. <laughs> Yeah, so. <laughs> and, then, and then I hit and run your car three years later. <laughs> to get with you back. Bum, with his bum foot. Nah, mm. I, I worked this, um, <laughs> this I con that was called, it was like Armageddon. It was like, it, it was bus straight away. Oh no, AMC. Sorry, not Armageddon. Um, was that your, oh, did you do was that your first one? That was my first con. And oh, it dude, was fucking the worst dead. one. I sold... I sold one print, but to be fair, I was like on the end of my friend's table, like one, like one quarter of the table, and yeah. 
And then oh. the next con I did was Supernova, which like I actually had half the table and saw an increase. And I went from then on, I went, I'm never splitting a table again because mm. it, it's, it's advertising space. Like you need to present yourself as a, yeah. as an identity and that's how you're going to mm. succeed. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep, don't, I agree. And, and you started on the worst one. Like, I feel bad for you because I remember that convention and it was absolute trash. Like, Wait, was it worse than RTX? No. Oh, dude, left, I think it might be worse. You left RTX, like, early. That's how... I'll leave, like, I'll leave a lot of them early because I'm, I'm a savage, but it was, <laughs> it was worse. It was worse, bro, because at least Actually, RTX, wait, the pe- people up. filled out the venue. What was that? You didn't show up on the second day. <laughs> I think I did. It was, it was a bit late, wasn't it? Like a couple hours later or whatever. Oh, actually, no. Uh, yeah, no one yeah, buys anything I mean, before 11 o'clock anyway. Yeah, that's my theory. I'm like, people don't spend money. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, they put us right across from the official merch. Oh, no. That RTX, oh, yeah. But it's like, it's, it, it, I don't know. It's like it wasn't meant for artists, that convention. Like, just no, no. one gave a shit about artists. It was like there was some decent artists there and just... It just looked like no one was doing anything. Tiniest artist alley, which I thought, oh yes, we're gonna make a killing. And then, mm-hmm. and then we got we got royally fisted. I think it was Jackson that pointed out. He was like, "Wait a second, isn't that Rooster Teeth's official merchandise right across from us?" Oh. <laughs> and everyone was over there just like slamming all like the fifteen twenty dollar t shirts and stuff, and we're trying oh, to sell yeah. for like fifteen twenty bucks. We're like, yeah, <laughs> see you later. And then, yeah, and then, and then, um, people would come up and be like, "Oh, yeah, I'd buy, but I just spent all my money on like official merchandise stuff." And I'm like, Fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I buy your stuff, but um, get wrecked. I'm a piece of shit. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I just wasted money on a cheap shit Chinese shirt. So sorry, yeah. I'm not going to support local business. <laughs> yeah, Daddy oh. has not given me enough money. It's like, oh, you fuck. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it happens at all the anime cons, man. They're always like, "Oh, oh I am. Um, oh, I could either get this or I could get lunch." Oh, and then they walk off, and you're like, "Oh, oh God, that's so <laughs> I buy this, and I'll give you a fucking, I'll give you a knuckle sandwich for lunch." You little fuck. <laughs> Why that are you me, here? It makes me think of like kids walking past your stall and being like oh mum dad i want that one and then having the mum and dad just like look at the artwork and like turn their nose up and go 10 bucks my fucking oh way. that one too yeah i can't stand yeah. that oh, that's fucking lady dude. big mac meal you fuck face you know what, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah nothing worse than like the parents that don't value art or like don't care about art you just see them take the soul out of their kids you're like fuck yeah the parents that are yeah. just like taking their kids to a con because their kids like whinged about going for a couple of weeks and they're like come on mom I want to do it yeah no, but there's also those parents that like they're there to buy stuff for them you know and it's oh, like yeah. they look at your artwork and you're like oh 10 bucks and then they walk away with like Stormbreaker in their hands yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god man it's so true <laughs> Majoli. In saying that, in saying that, there Majoli. are some really cool parents out there that are like that do that are like, hey, fucking little Jimmy, come here. You want this one? You want this one? And little kids are called and they're like, well, you're getting this one. I'm like, fuck you. You get That's like, the oh, where the kid can't make a decision. They're like, the, the parent wants it more than the kid. And you're like, come on, man. Yeah. 
which one do you want in your room? He's like, I don't know, Pokemon cards? He's like, oh, shut up, bro, just buy a print. <laughs> Kid, I'm about to break fucking even yeah. if you don't buy this print. Help me break <laughs> even. I have, I have started to, um, like... Not too forcefully, but I have started to be like, oh, you know, start like when it ha- that happens with a kid, you start picking up shit and like you're like, oh, you, have you seen the latest Avengers? Is Iron Man your favorite? Blah blah. You just try to get him to talk, and then eventually they'll just be like, yeah, I'll get this one. And then you, you know, <laughs> they're like, oh, fuck yeah, you're like, got him, in, mom. Yeah, <laughs> that's the sort of stuff you need to do though. Like again, I touched on yeah, before I mean, yeah. what you were talking about, Jordan, on Kieran's podcast about having to market yourself when you're at these events and mm. having having to, you know, go the extra mile and, uh, like, talk to people and do all that stuff. You're going to have to do so that. You're going to have to sell it. Yeah, exactly. And, like, you can do – one other thing is, like, you can actually remind people at the prices. Sometimes they don't even look at the sign. Oh, yeah. I and then when, never look at the sign. Yeah, and then when they tell them how much it is, they're like, oh, that's nothing. Like, I'll, I'll take three. Yeah. And then no, they go, does, oh, I was, at, I was at Boss Logic's booth. He sells them for 10. <laughs> and then you're just like, oh, fuck. No, no, my yeah. fucking Boss Logic sells 10 in 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That's why, yeah, sometimes you've got to... I used to do that when I, um, I mean, when I started. I used to, like, walk around um, before the con. And I'd have, like, I've already printed out three different price sheets. And I'd, like, look what everyone else was telling for. Oh, I'm trying really? to find like, that full competitive route. Yeah, man, that's my life. Um, Undercutting. I was, fucking, I was fucking doing that with Pokemon cards when I was like in primary school, bro, selling them at markets and shit, and like always top plugged into the wall, so it just fucking oh, died. Just <laughs> Where did you Come go? Come on, Jordan. Podcasting yeah, on online. What's going on? I know, right? Yeah, I should have plugged it in. <laughs> um, sorry. No. What were you? What were you saying, yeah. Matt? You were saying something about marketing. Uh, yeah, man, what were you saying? <laughs> yeah, um, marketing. The thing about marketing is you got to do it. Like talking to people at cons and shit, that's what you're talking about. The thing about marketing yeah. is you got to get consent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, like... yes, yes means anal. Too much. Oh man! Um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Jackson and I on is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Well, when I get onto my when I get onto my second or third Jack Daniel, I'll get a little bit too loose. Jack A. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, you you you've just you got to go the extra mile when you're on the stall, and sometimes yeah. you you have to you have to deal with people that are painful, and. Sometimes you actually have to like convince people about the sale they don't even know they want. Yeah, hundred percent. That is true. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And the customer that telling me because my dad was a salesman, he always used to tell me there was like there was three kinds of like customers that will come up to you when like they want to, you know, when you're trying to sell shit. Um, I can't remember, remember exactly what they are, but like one is you know they see the art, they want the art, they're going to come up and buy something. Um, hmm. And then the next one is. Um, like they have no idea who you are or what's going on. They, you know, they might just think you're, you're selling them on Google or some shit. And so they're like the long-winded ones where you got to explain fucking everything. But then you have the ones that, you know, they're interested in something that you've drawn and then you just need to convince them. Uh, you just need to talk about how much they love that thing and then that'll convince them to buy stuff. 
I think there might have been one more, but um, yeah. But there's yeah, I always keep that in mind. That there's people that have no idea what you are, have no idea how many hours you put into your artwork and how much you love it. You still got to convince them sometimes at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so yeah, just can't expect everyone to come and be like, "Oh, fucking give me shit." <laughs> yeah, unless you buzz it. That I don't know. Do <laughs> yeah, definitely. But you've also yeah. got to be okay with like charging people more. <laughs> Like my yeah. thing, my thing is like I, I think I think that goes with like how good you feel like you are as an artist. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a self conscious yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And I feel like if you you're getting better every year, then it's nothing wrong with charging a little bit extra each year. Like the price of fucking everything goes up. So why not? That's a fair point. Well, inflation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Of leaving. Yeah, like petrol. Um, Dingers. Petroleum. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, live anymore, and he's still yelling petroleum, then prices. <laughs> but like you, you've mentioned it before um, about putting your putting your prices up, and really brought up Boss Logic and stuff. And like I've always looked at his work and been like, I don't know if I can afford to charge for my prints to be twenty bucks each. How much are you do yours for at the moment? Doing ten and then doing four for th- uh, thirty. So buy three get one free. Boss Logic doesn't. Do oh yeah. He doesn't do. Uh... I think he does. I you buy like four or five, ten. and then you get a deal. Yeah, but he's. I mean, he still I sells them. Much, I think bucks. you get like three free, but he does the ten bucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he's got, he's got obviously the massive social media following where he doesn't really need to talk or sell to many people. Like you know, everyone sort of just knows what it is and they want to grab yeah. something they come for yeah. it yeah whereas i also, also it's like pieces that he's had for ages so yeah and like a lot he's of people got a really large like he's got a large like catalog of of prints which is it's it's really smart like the way that he's he's gone about like because let's face it he could put his prints at like say 20, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, and people would still buy it. People would yeah, easy. just throw money at him, well, you know? Well, I got mine. Mine are at 20. Um, then you got people like Austin selling them for, like, I think 30. Melvin sells them at 30 and stuff like that. Like, you know, Boss Logic's wow. one that people already know. They're going to be willing to pay more. You know? Yeah. Mm. But it that's just, just it, I don't know, that's, really that's how it is. How much do, do you sell for, Rui? What, what's, what price mark are you at now? Depends. Sometimes I go fifteen. Sometimes I go ten. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah, it just depends on. I try to look at if I've got any new stuff or if I don't. Okay. Okay. So, so if, if you got new, if you got new stuff, what, are you charging lower or higher? Higher. Okay. Yeah. yeah cool. If okay. I've got newer stuff, I'm charging higher. If I've got lower stuff, then it's if 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 I've got no new stuff, like. Oz Comic Con, I'll most likely be charging ten bucks, just because yeah. I feel like. And what deal do you do? Put, I haven't put a lot of work. Um, yeah, I forgot. I forgot the deal. I think it's three for twenty-five. And yeah, five. I remember when I, I was doing ten, three for twenty-five worked pretty well for me. Yeah. So yeah, that's the that's the base. Way. Like that's the base um, model for like. Yeah. Chart. Charging like you're trying to want your your um average of sales to be at least that, like yeah. get people buying three prints. Yeah, exactly. So 
So, in like a business perspective, because I've I've got no new prints, I've got to give people reasons to buy the old prints because the older uh, prints are obviously yeah, of they're not okay, they're not yeah. going to have they're they're not going to have like hype behind them. It's going to be either fans yeah. or people that you know can afford to grab. No one's going to buy a fucking Aquaman print now for. 20 or 15 20 bucks yeah it's gonna be mostly like like joaquin phoenix's joker or you know end game stuff that's the stuff that you're gonna sell for for 15 to 20 bucks so i feel like it's it's justified in terms of the market on how much i sell the my older prints for like yeah and and the price doesn't change uh so for example i do have a joaquin phoenix uh joker print but it's an old one so i'm not going to start charging yep. that 15 bucks mm. because it just doesn't make sense for me to be like well this one's 15 but because this one's this it's 10 you know it's just too much of a confusion yeah, yeah. for people so i'd rather do the deal yeah you gotta get... try to have the one size fits all thing exactly and people would go, oh, Joaquin Phoenix is Joker. Okay, what's the deal? Three for 25. All right, I might as well get three then. Let me pick this cool one and this cool one. You know, you got to have at least that yeah. one pull to get yeah. to buy the prints. Okay. Yeah, definitely something I started doing um, early on was, yeah, knowing sort of what trends are going to be around, especially for Comic-Cons. Like, you notice the crowd's heavily... Um, based around people that will go watch the movies. Like, there is people that, you know, love the comics oh, and stuff sure. there, but, but majority are people that know the movies. So yeah. that's one thing that I try to, I don't know, I don't know if you want to say exploit, but, like, whatever I do. But, yeah, I'll, I'll do I'm characters knowing your market, from, the, from the movie. Yeah, yeah, knowing your market, I guess. So I do it yeah. from the latest movies, all that kind of shit. And you really see how much it affects your sales when, you know... You, I do some obscure character that I, that I like, or maybe, maybe not even obscure, just not in the public eye at the moment. I do a really good version of it, but it just doesn't go as much as something that's exactly. just come out of the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, would be smart with that, that stuff. It can really pay off well. Like a perfect example would be if, do you think a, a ghostwriter piece would do really well now or would people sort of be like, ah, oh, ghostwriter, you know? Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, people would be like, oh, Ghost Rider. But, you know, there might be some people out there that love the Ghost Rider comics, and if you do a good enough version, they'd be like, that, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, and that's, that's who that, that, for, that print is for, you know? And that's, yeah. Yeah. and that's when that deal comes in handy, because they'll look at it and go, oh, cool, a Ghost Rider, I really want the Ghost Rider. And then, I look at all your other stuff, I want to get three, and that's when that, that exactly. deal comes, exactly. comes in handy. But yeah. you generally would you'd probably pull them in if, like, say they're walking past, they might see uh, an Iron Man or something from Endgame. You know what I mean? Like, that might be the yeah, thing exactly. to get them at the start. Mm. Um, I, really, yeah. I really just there to look for, you know, look at cool stuff and then and then they yeah. decide they want to buy Stuff they love. Yeah. 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 And well, Melbourne... my, I think my thing, sorry, Matt, um, really quickly, my thing was kind of like, I couldn't figure out, like, I didn't want to bring the prints from the year before because I would get a year ahead of myself and be like, nah, fuck, I don't really like that anymore. So every year, I mean, I did the, like, $10 and shit last year. But this year, I just kind of was like, well, I need to make a profit. 
I need to be able to justify me spending the whole weekend here. And at the end of the day, if people aren't willing to pay $20 for like my, like I put it up finally to $20 this year. And I was like, if people aren't willing to pay $20, then I don't have a sign. Like there's no need for me to, like, I don't actually have a sign at my stalls, so I can just put it down. I can just yeah. put the price down. Yeah. Like, so, so you don't you have can't a sign really that hurt. tells you how much it is, so you can pretty much. Uh, yeah, like that's that's just because like I'm not I'm not huge on like I hate I like having a price tag at a retail store, but sometimes I think the price tag from like some people have price lists and stuff like that, but nine times out of ten people are just gonna ask you, like they're yeah. just gonna go how much is it. If they're really mm. interested, they're just especially if you got a smaller store, they're just gonna go how much because it's easier to do that. Like if you're yeah. if you're wandering around and you're like how much is it? how much for this how much for that, and I try to like do deal like you know three for fifty or whatever the fuck and and like you said you know it's it's easier to get three, like I get mostly just fifty dollar like drops because people are like oh three well I, I was gonna get one but you know fifty bucks isn't too bad and I like this 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 and this one. And just yeah. not like forcing them to do it though. Like let it let them make the decision to be like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. I'll give that a go. Yeah. Mm. Well, to touch on like uh, what what's popular and stuff like that. Like, uh, I think it was Melbourne Oz Comic Con and Supernova. I sold out of every single Spider Man print I had, which was two Spider Mans, two and one Venom, completely gone. Like. Because I think it was the yeah. lead up to Home, uh, Far From Home, and and the mm. PS4 game, and Spider Man was just like the hot item. He was probably the most. Oh, he, made, he made me so much money. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> so um, much money. You know, I'm sure if I had some Captain Marvel stuff, that probably would have sold pretty well too, because it was pretty close to that time. Captain Marvel actually does surprisingly low. I've found. I don't have a Captain Marvel one, but whenever I talk to... It's a bit of a niche character. It's weird. Jackson, you have a Captain Marvel um, artwork. Yeah. How's it going? It's going to be... I don't know. It's hard to say, isn't it? Because at the end of the day, art art is subjective. But the way, I guess, that I try to make the most of doing a poster is having it from the movie, because that's where they're going to instantly relate it to. So Mm. I found that my Captain Marvel, which I had referenced from the movie, like it, it sold pretty well. Um, oh, okay. when, yeah, around the time that the movie was out, so never sort of had an issue with that. But I have heard people like that. You know, when something's popular and they do a print of it, they say, oh, "I didn't sell too well." You just got to think. You know, in an artist alley of two hundred other artists, like is yours in the top even ten? You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, that, that makes the person want to buy yeah. that. So you, it's hard to say whether it doesn't a character won't do well or will. You know what I mean? Well, that's the thing when you're when you're like doing artwork for the trends you also have so many other people that you have to just, just compete thing, yeah. with yeah because yeah. it's always going to be like it, it's going to be specific to Far From Home it's not just going to be a Spider-Man piece it's going to be specific to that specific costume and that 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 movie you know so you are dealing with a competition so you can go one of two routes you can go the what's popular at the time or yeah. you can go uh like your passion which yeah. it's it's really the two types of people that you see at at conventions like that it's the people that 
uh, sort of going like, oh, next movie's fucking Joker, Joaquin Phoenix Joker. Think about how many Joaquin Phoenix Jokers you're going to see at Oz yeah. Comic Con, you know? But yeah. then there's also oh, people that are, yeah. are doing like, you know, fucking like Melvin, for example. Melvin's a perfect example. Austin, you know? Mm. They're Have doing their, like... Their original stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like it's... Yeah. Austin's not chasing the trend. He's like, how cool would Jack Skellington look if he had 6,000 teeth, you know? That's niche. Yeah, that's Austin. just niche in Stop your niche. taking LSD. You just gotta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you gotta. You gotta remember in the, especially in those two guys' case, um, they do original stuff, but their, um, like their skill level sort of matches what they're what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. They're yeah. doing original yeah. characters, but but they're yeah, fucking yeah. awesome. So that yeah. sort of people aren't going to be like, no, nah, no, nah, that's your, I don't know who that is. It's shit. You know what I mean? They're like, I don't know who that is, but it looks fucking amazing. Let me talk yeah, to you about it. And then that's, that's us. the battle that up and coming artists have. Like I, I know a couple people that just started out doing yeah. the conventions and they got a bit discouraged because it was like, they, they drew or made stuff that they were interested in or that it was like their original stuff. And it pretty much got, you know, swept to the side because Iron Man was the hot thing. And, you know, yeah. they're not that passionate about Iron Man, mm. but now they were considering about doing an Iron Man artwork. And I don't know. It's I'm, I'm very conflicted with that because I personally, I every character that I've drawn, I I love. Actually, except one. Uh, yeah. One, I, I, it was Shazam. I, I really? Yeah, I'm not a Shazam fan. I'm not a, I'm not a Shazam fan. And that, that, that artwork kind of broke me. That was when I was like, <laughs> I don't want to chase the trend Here's, anymore. I remember that. Yeah. Here's yeah. a question for you with that though. Did when you drew that Shazam piece, mm-hmm. had you seen had the movie come out yet or did you do it before the movie had come out? I did it before I started it before the movie. I think I finished yeah. it. I, I started it after, when the first yeah, trailer came right. out. Yeah. Um but I think it came out. I remember after. you left it for ages. Yeah. That's when that that was when I was like I finally like cracked. I was just like I can't I can't keep you know chasing this it's it's just not not for me yeah a lot of people can do it that's one thing like i do a lot of the trend stuff but a lot of the trend stuff that i well i pretty much all of it is like i like yeah like i like iron man you know what i mean like captain america like yeah fucking what's the latest idea did a terminator one and like i love all the terminator series and shit like that but i do know what you mean man i have done i have done in the past where you don't like it and you just you can see it in the picture i feel like well, for yeah, myself, I, and didn't it. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> but there's no use in doing it if you're not like people can see through that. People can see exactly. when you're when you're not like people can tell when you're a big fan of something because you put your all into it. You make yeah. it yours and you you put you put the parts of the character that resonate with you or the versions of the character that resonate with you. And you know that's why the Batman piece that we did was so coming back to that was so like interesting to me because I got an insight into everybody's understanding of Batman and not one person wanted to do the same Batman. Like when everyone was like, I want to do this one. I don't like when Cam was Cam initially he changed it, but initially he wanted to do Val Kilmer, and I was just like, what? Oh, did you cover it? Yeah, I lost. I lost everything. What? Who was doing Val? Oh, you're talking about the Batman piece. 
Yeah, I was just talking about how like everyone's everyone's version of Batman was different. The Batman mm. that everyone wanted to do, I don't think one person wanted to do. Like, obviously, there was people that got in and was like, oh, I want to do that one, I want to do that one. But everyone came up with a completely different Batman. And there was all these different bat- versions that came out of it, and it just goes to show that everyone has their own version of something that they love. Yeah, yeah like I had about three fun. in my head. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah why so Inktober, that's why I love Inktober so much, to see everyone's different versions of the characters and shit. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. so much fun. Like, uh, like yeah, saying, that's what, which I can't wait for completely. also, which is coming up very soon in the Elding Tobes. Are you, oh, are you guys doing it? Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, I'm going to try my hardest to get as much done as I can. Yeah, I'm, go. go, I'm yeah, going shit. away in October, so it's going to be hard towards Oof. the end, but I'm going to try. Like on vacation or something? Yeah. Like holidays? Yeah. I can draw a holiday. Yeah, that'll be stressful. Get ahead of yourself now. Just do all uh, the ones for that week. So I think quietly. you were saying that the other week, right? Yeah, you do <laughs> Yeah, just yeah. quietly. I, I'm already uh, getting ahead of myself. I wonder. Yeah, <laughs> you got to prepare. Cheating. Yeah, Inktober yeah, Inktober's look, like a marathon. The way to you've got to train it. for it. <laughs> but last yeah. year broke me. Last year was so full on. <laughs> it was. I love how we'll just not... like eventually get uh, through to the stories that all broke us at some point in our life. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's yeah, Cam was saying the only way he got through it was like being a couple of days ahead of himself. He had oh, to really? be. He had like when when he posted one. Yeah, he was telling me just to give away his secret. Sorry, Cam, but he was telling me like he he would be doing the Wolverine, and the day and it, that was like in three days or two days. So he'd be yeah. doing it that day, but he'd be doing the one for two days ahead of himself. So like yeah. I think he said he did like maybe two or three coming like at the end of september after just after oz comic con and then um yeah to get a head start on it which yeah, you know right. isn't illegal like it's not cheating it's actually no. just strategic right. just makes sense yeah, yeah exactly I mean, especially if you don't have time things, for it I think, well the thing that kept me going was um pretty much jackson was every goddamn morning oh, was, yeah. <laughs> I was just, I was just every yeah. morning man yeah, every morning like, at like 10 o'clock first up First up, and I was just like, "Fuck! Now I've got to do it." <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty competitive. I, yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to let the group down. Like last year when I was doing it, I was just like, I kind of like some days I like punched out absolute shit, but you know I did try, and I was just like, "Oh, I just I don't want to be the guy that's just like that flakes off." Oh, um, I did yeah. do like three mm. or four days because I had um, personal issues happening at the time. Yeah. And, mm. um, yeah. But then I just got, it just felt good to get back in and like, okay, this is a cool character. This one will brighten my day, you know? Yeah, I just enjoyed like yeah, sketching out shit. But that sometimes wasn't I be a have an idea for it. Yeah, it took me yeah. a while to get some, some of the ideas, but like once I got it, I was, I'm generally pretty quick with it, doing like the black and white sort of drawing. Yeah, in all seriousness. Just, just, like, just to have fun and not be like, oh, this is going to be yeah. This one's got to like sell. This one's got to be good for Instagram. You know, it's just like, just be creative with whatever the fuck you got. Just yeah, that's what, that's exactly what like kept me, kept me into it was how much fun you, like, you could see everyone was having, not just like, you know, not just one specific person, but. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially see, me, me and Mark when we were drunk in New Zealand. That was, that was, bre- that was great. Like, I couldn't. 
that, that was that the most were you guys just going like going at it trying to get an artwork yeah. out <laughs> man it was actually so fun like, <laughs> like 12 I, I would love to like just get all you guys like be just all, <laughs> we stayed in some random b&b for a convention or something and we're all just drinking and all drawing and shooting the shit it'd be actually like probably one of the best times in our lives <laughs> Yeah, I think so too, actually. And, and making me do a podcast. Something else. <laughs> oh, can you imagine a podcast with us, like, drunk? Oh, dude. Yeah, but just not telling people they were drunk. Oh, wait, yeah, uh, Jordan, so, Jordan Sober, Jordan, you can drive. You can drive the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Could Could we manage well, to stay I'll, politically I'll, I'll, correct? Trust me. No we try, way. Yes. <laughs> we could try. the first lines of any... Any conversation he's in, he's like, "Have you seen the gays? <laughs> <laughs> what about them? What about them gays, eh? <laughs> hey, are they still at it? Have they gotten over it? Yet? <laughs> like some guy from the 1950s. <laughs> what about them gays? Everybody's vote. Have you seen the gays? I don't hate them, but I don't love them. You know. <laughs> so, oh, shut Jesus. Up. oh Jesus! Oh no. <laughs> No, not at all. No, we're, we're completely okay with the mirror making lemonade. We don't see, co- we we don't see get... colour or gender here. I'm making lemonade. Yeah, exactly. We're in tea fruit. Guys, that's just all we can't Except get. Caitlyn Jenner. We've got problems with Caitlyn Jenner. Historically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that on this podcast or Matt's? Talking about Caitlyn. Yeah. I start um, losing just, track. <laughs> yeah. what's been I, think, on what? I think in the Lost Boys kind of sphere in general <laughs> or at least between the four of us <laughs> i got a question for you guys what is like give me the craziest piece of inspiration that you've ever like read or watched like what's the weirdest comic book you've I'll ever read yeah yeah i'm like what's the weirdest like comic book you've ever read or movie you've ever seen or something like that like that, that you actually drew inspiration from. Hmm. Uh, actually, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a, a comic book or a a movie as such. Well, actually, it's a documentary, so it is a movie. Um, indie game. Have you guys seen that documentary? No. No. It? It, it's uh, so basically, it follows. I think it's three different independent game developers. And it's yeah. It basically follows like so. One of the games is Super Meat Boy. Um, another game is called know, Brave, yeah. and the other game is called Fez or Pez. I think it's Fez. Um, and it just goes through like the the journey. It's like documenting each of these individual uh, independent game developers going through the struggle of creating something that they're passionate about and that they love. And it has like the highs and the lows. And cause it kind of, it kind of, they kind of touch on the fact that a game developer that works, who would be deemed as successful, that works for say a company like uh, Activision or something like that, their employees get paid peanuts yeah. and there's thousands of them all working on the one game and they don't, they get paid a salary. And it's a low number. And then you've got these independent wow. game developers that are going through hell and they're pushing themselves and striving to work on their passion project. And then they have launch day and they sell millions of copies. 
and mm. they reap they reap the rewards of it. And it's like a real good sort of like awesome feel story. Um, so that was like super inspirational watching that. It's highly highly worth watching. I think it's on Netflix. That sounds awesome. Interesting. I'll check it out. Indie game, you say? Indie indie game. Yeah. Indie huh. game. Yeah, I'll check that out. That's cool. That sounds now, really cool, yeah. Beat that, Jackson. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I give up. What, we, what, what do we say? Something that we've seen or read before that, that gave us inspiration, you say? Uh, yeah, but just something like weird, like off kilter, like out of the box. Yeah. Okay, I don't know, man. Like Ga- Gary Vee. Yeah, it a weird been, movie that you would just. It's always like, been oh, a massive one for me. Yeah, I de- definitely have, but my memory's absolutely garbage. But like, <laughs> have you seen Gary Task, a big one for Task me, inspired me to kidnap a man. Beautiful. <laughs> 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 Put him in a walrus suit. No, you know what? Um, fucking those the Step Up movies, hundred percent. Because I used to be, I used to love like <laughs> shit. Dude, watching those like when they do the final battle and they finally win, I was like, fuck yeah! I'm like, I can fucking do anything. <laughs> <laughs> the best. Step up to the streets. That's it. Oh god, that's hilarious. Yeah, I used to love Stomp Yard actually. That was my jam. Yeah. I've not seen yeah, any of these. It was good. Um, they kill, the, they, kill, they kill Chris Brown. Oh, that's that right, sense. yeah. Instantly, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, very young Chris Brown. Yeah. Same. Right, like pre, pre-woman pre bashing Chris Brown. <laughs> that's it. What about you, Rui? Are you is you back, Rui? Is Rui do back? If not, you? I'll answer my weird inspiration. Yeah, do, do your, do yeah I've been reading a lot of... Um, I've been deep diving into uh, 90s comics recently. Like, I'm going to go back and get into like Kirby and shit. But I've been deep diving into 90s comics and it's like that period where they lost all the good American artists and, and writers to Image and they brought in all the English writers. So they call it like the um, British Invasion. And the whole... Yeah. It's like Grant Morrison, Neil Gaiman, Alan Moore, those kind of guys. I've been watching, I've been reading a lot of Grant Morrison stuff. So after he did Arkham Asylum, because all these guys started on like 2000 AD, the one where Dredd, like Judge Dredd and shit is in, yeah. and that like that's an English, um, English thing. But that, that's like the bat, like working on Batman in England. So oh, they, they brought all these English people over and Grant Morrison was one of them. He did Arkham Asylum, right? And that's a fucking like on its own, one of the weirdest, strangest. I remember hearing somewhere that he like actually sleep and food deprived himself for, no, he sleep deprived himself for um, fuck, like a couple of weeks or a week or something while he was writing it so that he could get into that like fucking psychotic mind state. Anyway, he did that, and then DC was just like, oh, here, have everything. <laughs> like, have a go at anything you want. And um, I've been reading, like, his JLA run, his Justice League run from the 90s, and his Flash run. He did a series of um, Flash books with Mark Millar, who's a guy who um, created uh, Kick-Ass and Kingsman and shit like that. So two really prolific writers. And... The Flash run is fucking weird. Like, so there's this... The story kind of starts off with... 
Uh, it's like in three, like they're like three part mini stories. And the first story, uh, it's all at the time it was like Wally West, Barry Allen had disappeared after crisis at that time. And it's, mm. and Wally West is like, he gets crippled by mirror master or something like that. And so he's in there and there's, they have um, Jay Garrick's and impulse and all these other speedsters in there as well. And Wally West is crippled. Anyway, someone's like about to destroy the world or whatever the fuck. Can't remember which villain. It was a flash villain. And Wally West decides he's going to tap into the speed force and like build a suit for himself. And that's what he does. And the speed force like builds a, a suit of energy around him and he can run even though he's just like broke both of his legs and he can't walk. And like that's how the story begins. And then it ends up at a point where there's like a story where Wally West, Kyle Rayner, the Green Lantern, and Connor Hawke, who's like the son of the Green Arrow, they all go on a cruise. And yeah. like there's like three of their villains are on the cruise and like all these people fucking die on this cruise because the three of them weren't ready for it and they didn't do it. And then there's a court case and all this weird shit. So just like this really weird... Yeah, really weird fucking story. Yeah. There's like this really weird fucking story. Yeah. Yeah, it's Grant Morrison. It's Grant Morrison and Mark Millar's run on the flash. Yeah. Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison. Yeah, Grant Morrison. He's like, he's like, like the go-to... But the last like... story is fucking... There's like these intergalactic um, gamblers who who just force the Flash to run um, so that they can gamble on him running with his friend. And his like, imaginary friend was from a place called Radioland. He's made of like radio frequencies. And he races this friend who's made of radio frequencies. But they have to get the whole world to run behind them to give him enough strength to race race through the fourth dimension and all this shit. And then eventually they like outsmart the gambling cosmic dudes and shit. It's fucked up. Oh, like it's... Great <laughs> Morrison. Yeah, like I can't even explain. You have to read it. I, I highly recommend it. Up. Like there's some, <laughs> it's like the first time that comics got weird after Jack Kirby like stopped doing comics. Like some comic books, man, are fucking weird, and and they're like the superheroes and shit that we know. But it's really cool. Like it's just one of those weird like runs on something that just it inspires me to do weird shit. Yeah. Oh, so that's your, what that's about your you, Rui? Have you read Saga? Yeah, exactly. Man, Saga's. Oh yeah. Saga, Saga's Saga's like <laughs> an LSD trip. It's awesome. Um, I thought that's what, what you play the Sonic on Sonic the Hedgehog. What? Oh, it's Sega. Don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> <laughs> no, Sa- Saga's Go awesome, Saga. man. So Saga's like, like sci-fi fantasy. Um. Fuck, how do you even explain Adult, it, Matt? It's, it's, um, like, it's like hipster fantasy, though. It's weird. Uh, well, to, like, to put it to put it this way, so... Uh, I remember writer, opening one of the pages, and, and the page a was... Giant a raging spite. dick? No, it was that... No, no. I saw that afterwards. Oh, um, yeah, I've seen his artwork. <laughs> the, spider, <laughs> the spider chick? Yeah, yeah. Her name? I forgot her name. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. It's, it's a cat, uh, that fucking cat that just... They're lying. Yeah, lying yeah, cat. the lying cat. 
I can um, see a spider chick. Yeah, oh, she looks fucking... She's creepy as. <laughs> yeah, that. And then there was another one where the the uh, the prince. Oh, I forgot everyone's names. Prince Robot. Um, prince Robot. Um, he's like. He's got PTSD, and he's just this just like gay sex like playing on his. Because they have like TV heads. <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's just. <laughs> It's just, just the TV. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm looking at a cover with the with the TV head. I feel like Rui. I feel like you showed me this artwork like a while back. Yeah, uh, Sarah Staples. She's awesome artist. Um, but Brian K. Vaughan, the writer, um, who yeah. you probably probably know him best from like Runaways, probably would um, ring oh, a bell. Oh, okay. wonder. If... Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He also worked on he worked on Lost a while ago. Um, but yeah, Brian K. Vaughan, he used to like when he was coming up with the concept for Saga, he wanted to create a story that literally could not get turned into a movie, like a live action movie. <laughs> oh, so that's why Saga is so crazy. fucking weird. Oh, that's it. But isn't that kind of what Kirby did with two thousand and one a space Odyssey and then fucking um Kubrick did did it anyway. Move it check, out. check the Skype chat. That's the page I was talking about. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> Jordan's on it. <laughs> you just yeah, what? <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? You know what's funny? <laughs> I've I've clearly overlooked that page. I have no memory of that. I reckon I just really? completely like just overlooked the screen on his face. Yeah, I bet you I just ran through it too. That's fucked. What I, I saw rem- it, but I remember seeing it and going, "Wait a second, and then going back and just like, "Is that what I think it is?" Oh, oh man, it was. That is fucked. That's so funny though. I knew Jackson would love that. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> That's hilarious. Putting that in a comic book is hilarious. Because I, I read it all first, and I and then I was like, "What's what's so funny?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, the dicks." <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, though, Saga is actually a fantastic story. It's so good. It's, uh, it it's a basically, I, like, they're on hiatus at the moment. But when I first got put on to Saga, um, my friends actually own a comic book shop, and they actually told me that. They have like insight into the sales for all these, all the different comics. And Batman was basically selling like per issue as like eight thousand copies or something. Like the the number's quite low for issue sales. Um, yeah. And Saga yeah. was selling uh, twenty thousand. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of dicks in a lot of people's faces. That's hectic. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely check it out, man. Most all the comic books I read, like I. I don't. I barely pick up any DC or Marvel comics. They're all image. Yeah, but really, yeah. like your Paper Girls and Descender and yeah, all that. That those are good. Like once you get into like like less mainstream comics, there's there's some pretty like profound cool shit that you can read. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, um, a lot of the indie shit. Yeah, not that. Not that. Like not DC. Yeah, not that DC now isn't like doing really well. They're smashing it. I feel like DC's doing better than it's been in a long time. Oh, that Drowned Earth run they did, that Aquaman story, Justice League and Aquaman story they just did recently called Drowned Earth. I, I highly recommend it. 
fucking one of the best Justice League stories of all time. Really? Yeah, than, what, like, because it's based around Aquaman and not, like, Superman or Batman or something like that. It's real, like, Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman actually just take a backseat the whole story. It's about time. And it's, 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 yeah, like, it's not about one of their villains. Like, the Earth gets to, by the gods or something, or by some of the outcasted gods, gets turned into marine animals. And it, it's a little bit like the deceased, but it's better because mm. they get turned into like these lizard-like animals and there's only, and they, they get left with like five of the Justice League members, even less, and they just have to, and Aquaman loses his powers and they have to figure out how to save the world all while like Flash's metabolism is fighting off this disease and he's slowly becoming one of these creatures throughout the story. It's really interesting. Really? That's, oh, they sound sick. That's where Batman was headed in that deceased, but then they just straight up. Uh, I'm not going to say what happens, but it was a really yeah, I never, cool. I never finished that. You never finished it? No, I haven't finished it yet because I've been focused on like 90s comics. <laughs> you want to know what he does? Uh, sure. I do. Anyone, anyone object to what? Batman does spoilers. Spoilers alert, no, ladies and gentlemen. It's spoilers, but it like second issue. Oh, okay. So, um, Batman obviously gets infected with the zombie virus, whatever the fuck it's called, the anti-life equation, yeah. and he starts turning into a zombie. And to slow it down, he fucking puts on the Mister Freeze costume. Oh, that's Sick. dope. That's tough as fuck. That's cool. But he still oh, turns freeze. But, like, he has enough time to sort of warn everyone and let people yeah. know what's uh, going on and how to stop it. Yeah, I'm better chill fucking up your fucking way. Yeah. And then Alfred, Alfred fucking bops him in the head with a shotgun. Fuck. Double tap. Really? Bops him yeah. Yeah. yeah, double tap. Fucking yeah. take some brain cells out but, while he's doing uh, it. The best, the best comic I've read in a long time. Um, yeah. Obviously, because I'm a Batman fuckboy, is um, that <laughs> Batman and Curse of the White Knight? Not Curse of the White oh, Knight. Sorry, brilliant. White White Knight. Not Curse of the oh, White Knight. Brilliant. Oh, that's such a good Knight series, man. Phenomenal. It's so, pretty yeah, much. Pretty, good oh. I think this guy just pretty much went. You know all the bad stuff from Batman and Robin. Let's try to make it good. Right. One of the best things about like stuff like that is it's 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 not beholden to continuity. No, it's like almost like it's its own its own thing. It's just a Batman story that could well very well be part of the continuity, but it doesn't have to be. It's kind of like a a, a film. It just that's it where just most is of the, this brilliant. That's where most of the best Batman stories came, like Dark Knight yeah. Returns, Long Halloween, Long Halloween. Um, yeah. What's, there was another one. I can't remember. Oh, the Killing Joke, like the yeah. iconic Joker. Yeah, yeah. Arkham Asylum, like Arkham Asylum, like those stories are the. And that's why I'm so excited for the new Joker movie because they're like, nah, we're not connecting it to anything. There's no need. It's its own it's story. It's just a story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm pretty, just a pretty, story with characters. Pretty excited. Pretty excited. That looks like where DC's kind of going though with their films. Are just. I'm glad, man. Doing stuff. What's up with yeah. the fucking like, I love Marvel, but Harley Quinn and, and the Suicide Squad and shit? That's oh, I don't want to change, changed up, isn't it? I don't want to. No, no, no. Re- really talk about it. 
No, I don't want to talk about that. Penny Sorry, I haven't finished the last episode, Rui, so I'm, I'm curious. Listen, man. Are you triggered already? They, they could have done a really cool thing with Harley Quinn, but instead they decided to do what they're doing now. And people didn't what believe did, what, me at this. What did you want them to do? I wanted them to, like, basically drag Harley through the dirt before oh, yeah, before she becomes before she becomes this like freedom like I'm free from this toxic relationship because we haven't seen how bad it was. Yeah, Maybe they'll show us how bad it was, but it yeah, do you reckon they'll do like flashbacks and shit? Yeah, but it's still not the same as us, you know, experiencing it with her. You know. Yeah, so true. Can you imagine if there was a whole movie on like Joker and Harley? And it was like a gritty thing, and it was like it, it was basically like a movie about stuff and, yeah. toxic relationships and and um, like like what Joker did and Harley getting away from it, and then these movies are her sort of having PTSD from that and trying to get over him, and then the movie where she finally gets over him, she's like this, like what they're doing now, this Deadpool like talking in the breaking the fourth wall and you know being such yeah. a badass like like everyone else has earned it with her yeah i feel you uh yeah yeah but they're just jumping like straight into it there yeah and some people are like no no no, there's still gonna be the joker thing i'm like no this this movie is literally called the emancipation of harley quinn mm. yeah there's oh, no more know, though, suicide squad's gonna come first isn't it or is it birds of prey first birds of i think prey birds of prey Suicide Squad. Ah, right. I see. Because I, I saw, know, I saw like thing on. There was like forty-eight actors on the new Suicide Squad. Or some shit. Yeah, Taika Waititi, and I was waiting for like them to say just like Chris Pratt. Yeah, they're, they're, getting, they're like taking all the, Marvel ca- all the Marvel actors. It's weird as. Yeah, yeah, but Taika Waititi's like kind of just appearing in everyone that's an, ever worked on a. Marvel thing in their new thing, like he's in The Mandalorian, and that's a John Favreau joint. Yeah, like he just seems yeah. to be like the guy that just appears. Yeah. He's becoming yeah. that, and I'm so excited for his movie Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah, that trailer. Oh fuck. <laughs> Have you seen it? it? I don't even know what the fuck that is. Oh please, when when you're done with this, look up the trailer for Jojo just Rabbit. Just look up Jojo Taika Rabbit. Yeah, it's Jojo about Rabbit. like. It's like Boy Scouts, but they're Nazis. And it's like uh, the best way I can explain it is like Calvin and Hobbes. If the little boy was a Nazi and the tiger was Hitler, and yeah, Tiger plays Hitler. Oh, so, uh, really? Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, he's just playing like his imaginary friend as Hitler, as like Who a moldy fucking Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> oh wait, no, I have heard about this, and like he he actually did like zero research on Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. He's like, he doesn't deserve that. Yeah, someone, someone said to him, like, why didn't you do any research? He goes, because he's a dick. Like, why yeah. would I want to research? <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not Hitler. It's a, it's a parody of it's Hitler. A, yeah. He's <laughs> a fucking Maori. Like, he he's, doesn't look anything like Hitler, so he's not going to be Hitler. Which is yeah, even yeah. funnier. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's so funny. Oh, dude. I'm not shocked that he's fuck. he's in a whole bunch of things though, because like he's actually got quite a bit of range. Like, yeah, first and foremost, he's always going to be a comedic actor, but 
he can actually do different roles. A very like, creative boy. Yeah. yeah. He's like, his stuff is just built on creativity. And if you watch Jojo Rabbit, it's got a very, like, Wes Anderson feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. But it feels like any of his other independent films, like Boy or uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, it's like, like it feels, every movie that he does feels like it's the movie that he wanted to make, even Thor Ragnarok. And that's really hard to do with a big budget studio that's always shoving action scenes down your throat. Yeah, Yeah, Mm. sure. And I think that's, 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 that could be the winning, like, the winning method because that's what the Joker is doing now. And then look at it. Uh, people are talking about Oscars and, you know, it's well, it tends to be where all the best shit comes from when you just like let the artist sort of yeah. do his art. You know it's what like, I mean? Yeah. It's like how DC do it when they're like, you get to write a story about Batman and pick your artist. Yeah. That's what know? they used to do. Yeah. That's what they used to yeah. do. And now it's just it like, well, Batman is thing. now fucking, yeah, it's like Nightwing's now dating this person, so he has to be dating this person in this particular thing, and, and has, that yeah, that and white knight. The... Yeah, that white knight was so good because Batman was almost the protagonist, you know? Sorry, the antagonist. Yeah. It was almost it was a Batman story, but he was like the villain in it. Yeah, and the Joker, like he was the guy that has just been beating on the Joker all these years, and all the Joker needed to do was just take some pills. Mm. And then he took some pills, and he became like you guys a seriously have politician. To read, like, have oh, yeah, I've heard good so things. So good, it's okay, really yeah. good. Sounds good. They yeah. literally do the they literally do the Mister Freeze giant freeze gun that freezes the city oh, yeah. and make it work. That's the thing I love about. I love when comics like they're so serious, but they still do that weird shit. Like you'll be yeah. what reading a com- a Superman. And it's like his dad just died, or Lois just died, and then fucking Mitchell Pitalik just turns up, and you're like, Yeah, okay, that's where we're at now. Like, <laughs> oh, fucking if you, Impa's back. Like, if you hell? guys want weird shit, like, have in, any of you read the Tom King vision story? No, yeah. I've heard it. Oh, I've read it. That. Is that the one they're based on the TV show? Yeah, they're gonna pull stuff from that, I think, but. It is uh, super, yeah, like, it is. I had to have it suggested to me three different times before I agreed to read it. And then when I started reading it, I yeah. did it down. It's yeah, amazing. I've heard really good things about that. So many comics. I, wanna, uh, I'm, yeah, I started House of X. Absolute Carnage is crazy. Um, what else? Yeah, I've heard that Absolute Carnage is pretty good. Oh, it's good, man. It's very good. I think Carnage no, is going to be... Honestly, read, I read, like, fuck all, anything. Carnage is... I'm all audio, because I'm just always at the computer. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. Like, yeah. Just get an audio comic book. <laughs> is that audio comic book, surely? No. <laughs> audio no, comic book. They just describe it a little bit extra. <laughs> I think there are some Batman stories that are in audio form, but obviously you're not going to get the same... Impact yeah. as a yeah, comic. That's why, yeah, that's why I struggle with comics because I just keep looking at all the pretty pictures. I but collect it, comics. Apparently, that podcast where they do the Wolverine story um, is in its second season now, and it's supposed to be really good. 
Apparently, it's a really yeah, dope because it's like with... it's kind of like War of the World, like that old radio show of War of the Worlds, where it was it like immersed you in the sounds of it and the act. Yeah, it's cool. genuine actors and stuff like that. Yeah, it's got, um, is it Richard Armitage, the guy that does the voice of Wolverine? Yeah. 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 Really? Well, hold on. What's this? The the long podcast. You can only get it on Stitcher, though. Uh, It's a podcast. It's it's on Apple One as well. It's just Stitcher, I think, is ad free or something. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's just a, it's like a, um, it's a, it's a Wolverine story that is like a radio play, but it's podcast. Yeah. So oh, it's, 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 it's genuine Marvel it. as well. Marvel's, yeah. It's, it's well, been out go. for, Audio it's only the second season, but yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You there you go. Just... It's an audio comic. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. We did it. We but did it, friends. it's supposed to be really good. <laughs> yeah, actually, you can get back in. That sounds It's supposed to be really immersive and, and, and like, there's like the sound of the snicket and shit. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do it personally but that's just because of like how i listen to podcasts and stuff i'm always doing something else and i don't i don't have the ability to listen to something that detailed and do whatever the task i'm doing as well and yeah, be, and listen it just becomes white noise in the background yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, used, uh, I think i used to feel like that but because i um i usually listen to it when i start rendering so like i'll get the whole concept and composition and sketching everything out first and once that's all yeah. laid down, like while I'm doing that, I probably just have music going. But then once I'm just purely rendering it all, all out, all the lighting, shadow colors and shit, I can listen to shit while I'm doing it. I yeah, almost got like an autopilot mode. It's weird. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm rendering now, so that's why I can actually podcast and do this at the same time. I feel yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah, there you go. I can't I feel do that the. Um, um, I, I can see that watch a movie. I can't watch a movie. And, oh really? And, uh, no, I'm just too. I I get too into the movie. I yeah, I can rewatch movies I've seen a million times. All oh, right. Yeah, no, I Not can't. A... I can't put a movie on when I'm drawing. I get too. I get too sucked in. Yeah. I yeah, don't know so how that's interesting. It's gotta be. It's gotta be audio. Just audio or something. None of you guys must have ADHD then, because I can't. I got. I got mad ADHD. <laughs> sure. I just have to, like. I can't focus unless I've got something going on in the background. Yeah, no, no, like no. Something going on in the background, like music, or but if I've got if I've got like a, a movie or a TV show, I'll just I just I've always taught myself and wanted myself to have my full attention watching yeah. and playing yeah. and and yeah. I I don't know. It's just yeah. the like the Easter egg finder in me. Like I don't want to miss out on like the I'm the type of guy that likes to solve. The mystery that one before they reveal it. Says, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you really up in this bitch. Yeah, like I, I get really immersed into the, the movie. Oh, I like to get really immersed, and I like to feel creeped out, and I like to feel grossed out when I see something gross. You know, so if yeah, I'm just exactly. moving on the I'm side, the same. I'm the same. I do that yeah, as well. that's why if I can't move on the side. Off. Yeah, and I then feel... you hear something interesting, and then you got to rewind it, and then yeah, because you missed it because you're so focused on drawing. Yeah, I just kind of grew up drawing in front of the screen mm. because I'd sit there with family and I'd get fidgety as fuck. And I was like, I've got to do something. I'm gonna do something. And I'd just get jittery. And so the only thing that would kind of keep me, like in car rides and shit as well, the only thing that would kind of keep me focused or like 
from just annoying people or asking questions during the movie and just like socializing during the movie was drawing. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I, I'm, just, yeah, I'm just a little bit different like that. Like so I'm kind of really used to, I have a TV right in front of me, right in front of my drafting table that I just, I'll just put anything on. If I want to watch it, I'll just put it on. Like, yeah. Obviously, like if, like if someone was like, oh, if I was like, I want to watch the new It, which by the way is fucking phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, yeah, I um, it. if I wanted to watch it, yeah, fucking legit, one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Just scared the shit out of me, like every <laughs> second. There's a solid like, there's a solid hour where you just you know it's coming, you know you're just gonna get scared it's shit. One after keep, the other, yeah. Yeah, it just, just keeps going. There is no break. There is no, no break in like in the in the center of the film. It just keeps going and going and going, and then a new yeah, person comes. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck! Here we go again, and you yeah, forgot yeah, about it. Exactly. Like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. I'll make sure, make sure I wear my, uh, my active wear. Get ready to sweat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're we're just we're gonna have to. Oh, so oh. We'll, we'll go wear three nappies, bro. <laughs> but like that, I'll sit <laughs> in, in a cinema and watch. The only place I can sit try without and being fit a, like a, a running shoe on your club foot too. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, I, um, yeah. Now I, I haven't even seen the first yet. I, I got no, scarred. No, neither have I. I got scarred for life when I was a kid. When I watched, you know, the original one, like back in the nineties or whatever, like that scarred yeah. me for life when I was like, you know, eight years oh, old. Or and then oh, I don't end up watching the new one, but I, it, I, I keep seeing shit on it. I want to watch it. It looks cool, but it looks if fucked you, up. it's a like the best way I explained it to get other people to watch it is, it's not only a good like horror movie, it's it's just a genuinely good movie. Yeah, yeah. that's why it's yeah. Like I walked out of it and I was like. Man, that was a good movie. It wasn't like a good horror movie. It was just a good movie. Like, I I teared up at the end of uh, of chapter two. Yeah, me too. Mm. You you just get enthralled in the a, a good horror movie makes you feel sympathy for the characters. Uh, yeah, a good like, horror makes... movie is actually a character study. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. And yeah. it's, suppose... it's not about the jump scares. It's about you being. It's about it being filmed so well that you put yourself in the character's shoes, which happen to be in the most dangerous position that yeah, they've ever yeah. been. Right. And that's what makes a horror movie work. My biggest, yeah, my biggest thing is, is cause I'm, I haven't watched it because I'm just not a horror person like at all. And it's, mm. more, it's more like the jump scare shit and... Well, not so much the jump scare shit, but the, the gore factor... Like the unnecessary gore without like a decent story just does no, not this, interest me. It yeah. it has a a really good story. It's uh, at the end of the day, it's 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 mostly about kids with traumatic experiences and damage. Yeah, and, and how... the sequel to those traumatic experiences as well. Like the second yeah. one is like they all forget. They all kind of forget once they all move away from Derry. And then they okay. come back and you're actually re-experiencing it with them and re-experiencing yeah. things we haven't seen before from their childhood. And especially and you if you go through like their in a while, you're like, oh my God, I remember this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I hadn't I seen saw. it since it had first come out. So, so, so is it actually much like blood and gore and stuff or is it more than jump scares? Um, or a bit, just a bit of both? Uh, it's a little a bit, bit of both. everything, actually. I think it's, it's a little amazing. bit of everything. It's an all-round just like horror movie. Like it's got jump scares, it's got gore. Um, yeah. it, you can predict it, but at the end of the day, like it's got it's got know. very immersive characters. Yeah. Well, I, I think predicting is Matt, the way. are you like me where you like you just 
you, you could watch it, but then at night when you're in your bed, you're like, <laughs> yeah. there's, def- there's definitely a fucking alien clown monster yeah. standing in the corner of my room. Yeah, 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 100%. <laughs> That's yeah, definitely dude. Oh, I, uh... 100%. I like monster movies, though. Like, I, I don't really like... Like, I saw that fucking what... Unfriended and shit like that. I like a good horror movie, not a not That's a crappy, made... like, tacky That's one. made it work for me because I'm yeah. terrified of clowns, but the fact that it was like an alien creature and not a clown. Mm. Yeah. But the, the form he just took now yeah. was a clown. Yeah. yeah, and also his design was really cool, so that helped. Yeah, I felt the same. I wasn't like, I wasn't really in Tim for Curry's it. one still scares me a lot more than this one, but... I know. So his one, man, it just... My, my his one was just like... Just, it. just straight up John Wayne Gacy, and that's like the most terrifying thing for me. It's like a serial killer clown. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. It just, it just, when they started, when they scary started, in real life, just him. Yeah, when they did the the clown things ages ago, the the in. Oh yeah, that was. I like, was uh, not a fan. I was just like, either. you know what, guys? You know, <laughs> I think my clock out bro. of this planet just keeps going. If this is a permanent <laughs> thing, I'm gonna be. I might be done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna, gonna, gonna live on Mars. I'm okay. gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna sign out. I'm gonna post my card. And uh, yeah, yeah. you guys on the other side, if you clowns show up, I'm going to stab you in the neck. I'm going oh. quantum, bro. Go on quantum for a bit. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> quantum. I'll be back. I know all the villains are in the Phantom Zone, but I'm going there instead of this shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to play with them. <laughs> I'd rather deal with Zod than fucking deal with clowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How long have we been gone for? That's my favorite. Uh, oh, quite a while. I'll hop off soon. Yeah. It's yeah. probably about time to, to um, check off. So if you guys, do you guys want to uh, plug your shit? Uh, Matt, do you want to start plugging your... Get the plugs in, bro. Sure, yeah. you get can find... Get the You can find my artwork on Instagram. Uh, just look for Matt Combs. And if you want to listen to the podcast, just check out Bad Casting. You can listen to all of these hoodlums suggest... Uh, good and bad casting suggestions and have a good laugh fantastic thank you for coming on man um Rui get, get yeah. that plug boy uh, you can find me on Instagram as Red Unit Inc and I also have a YouTube and podcast called The Mumble Boys mm. YouTube we play you guys Minecrafting and shit eh Minecrafting and on the podcast we are on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and we just talk some mad shit and make a lot of jokes and try to make some comedic bits that sometimes fall flat. Yeah, just just by the way, you need <laughs> to let Pat play the guitar more often. He's really good. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> now that, now, look, I, I'm going to be on the opposite side of this. He needs to talk. Matt needs to talk. Uh, no, can can everyone say this? Because so, Matt will listen to this podcast. <laughs> all right? Matt will listen to this. Okay, can we just all collectively agree that when someone pauses in a podcast, the other person should talk and continue the podcast? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Podcast t- etiquette. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Gonna fill that air, bro. Instead, instead of, what's he doing instead? He's just out, he's just out to play. The he stays silent with me, so when I pause, <laughs> he pauses. Oh, uh, you should just have a button that, that plays yeah, "Hello Darkness, My Old Friend" every time there's that sound. That'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Jackson, give us, give us, give us your plugs. Plug that uh, one. Uh, 
Uh, Jackson Casper's art. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and YouTube. They're my favourite ones. Um, I'll be definitely the top probably 83 artists you'll see in that. So, <laughs> give it a crack. Give it a look. And that's it. Top 83. Uh, that's good. That was a awkward silence for eight seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's that's uh, top eighty three. That's that's good odds, good numbers. At least, good stats. yeah. It's gotta be top eighty three. Stats, but stats nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, every time I every I always tell people every time I get on my Instagram discover a Jackson Casper's repost comes up, I'm like this motherfucker. I can't get away from him. It's just no, on my feed, on my discover, on my YouTube. Like, <laughs> <everywhere. laughs> In your bed, hello, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> in a classic costume. Like <laughs> Yo, <laughs> just even the way you <laughs> said it. Hello, hello Jordan. Hello. Very nice to see you again. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this lady. Where, where am I? I have the body of Shmeal as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the doctor. <laughs> I've, joined, um, I've joined Thanos again for you. Would you like to have a look? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just handed him the shoe drawing with crayon. <laughs> <laughs> and then just like crawl back under his bed. Oh yeah. Oh man. One, two, three. I've got a brown mind around the other side of town. I don't wanna keep waiting. Side 